My name is Neil Kulkarni, and you're listening to Excel Podcasts, the perfect career exploration podcast for any student out there. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 39 of Excel Podcasts. I know it's been a while, but I'm super excited to share this conversation with Ismail Khan, the creator of Khan Clips. Known for his insane editing on the football field and on the basketball court, Ismail has quickly taken over the content creation space in the DMV, highlighting athletes and teams with his own unique spin. In this episode, we're jumping into all things content creation, sports, modern networking advice, and the journey it's taken to make Khan Clips what it is today. Be sure to give at Conclips a follow on Instagram and subscribe to his YouTube channel for more of his content. But without further ado, let's jump right into episode 39. Ismail, welcome to the show. Before we get started and jump into all the content and all the work you've been doing over the past couple of years, a common theme I really want to emphasize heading into season three is understanding what defines successful individuals. Now, you're a prominent editor in the DMV with uh, a focus in sports. So whether it be a specific quality, a piece of work, a moment, whatever it may be, what do you believe defines your work and personality as a creator? First off, I'd like to thank you for getting me on this podcast. What do I believe defines me as a, as a creator? I'll probably say I like to keep, you know, I like to remain myself humble. Um, you know, I started when, back in like three years ago, I started when nobody really was doing it was doing a lot of what I do, like content creation. And so when I first started, I received a lot of like backlash. And so like that, that, that took a toll on me because, you know, I, I was, I was just a regular kid and I never received that much hate. But once I first received it, it was like, it really, it really took a toll on me. But from there, like, I'm glad that I stayed, I stayed humble and I stayed down because now that, now that I'm actually uh, somewhat successful, um, people can't really, they can't really judge me no more because, you know, I'm not some, like, joke no more. For my work, I would like to say that, like, uh, I would say my work is really original. Like, me me and my friend Shojo, like, we were, we were the first ones to start this in this area. From then on, like, till now, like, there's a lot of people out there, like, you know, copying our style and everything. So just seeing people, you know, um, be inspired, I guess, from my work. Yeah, man, I mean, just seeing where you've started to where you've uh, sort of taken uh, your content, all the work you've done in sports, um, you've created this portfolio, but more importantly, you've created this community, right? You mentioned how you've inspired so many creators, even though there have been a lot of copycats, you still have that dedication to improve, um, highlight more athletes, and just showing how you have this passion for photography, uh, videography, editing, just all these skills that um, sort of make up your work and one thing I also wanted to touch base on was because how applicable your work is I mean you could edit anything you could video um, really showcase anything you could even do nature you could do education what really motivates you to film sports specifically I guess football and basketball as those tend to be your main focus well um, like I said before like that's where I really started right so I started I started filming football that was my first thing that I started and so now, like, that's really what I love. Like, more than basketball, I really love filming football. I really want to show, like, a story during the game. Like, I don't want to go out there and just film the game and, and call it a day. Like, a, 
like a one minute movie. So that really motivates me that like athletes like take it and, and and they repost it and they really show me a lot of love. So that that that's one thing that really motivates me for playing football and basketball. Like I don't know if anyone's seen it, but like with with my high school South Lakes, I've been going around with them on the bus in the locker room, you know, everywhere with them and, and documenting all that. And so that's definitely and that's definitely created like a family environment. Basketball is very saturated nowadays. So like people, people, there's a lot of creators now who are just you know going going out to basketball games and filming them and making a video off of that. But I wanted to be different, so I wanted to go like behind the scenes. I wanted to go on the bus. I wanted to go in the locker room. I wanted to get these different a- angles and shots, so that the audience would would be like more intrigued because you know every, any anyone could just go and film a basketball game. So that's definitely what motivates me because there's always something I can improve on. There's always a new challenge I can overcome. So that that's definitely where sports comes involved, and and there's definitely a lot of hype around sports. Um, so that's definitely some some things that motivate me to film sports. Yeah, I mean, I mean, basketball, football, especially in the high school arena, it's always so important. Uh, all of the students in the school, uh, the community around us, really uh, hypes it up a lot. So, I mean, that just yeah. shows how many uh, creators there are in the space, right? But I think it's important to know how you said, like, you take a different angle. You try to capture the behind the scenes, how there's a lot more work that goes behind becoming an athlete, but also how there's a lot more work that goes into being a creator such as yourself, right? You're not just going on the court and capturing a quick jump. You're literally going to the locker room. You're getting some some other clips. You're, like, doing a whole bunch of different shots. And I think because of that, um, a lot of creators may be interested to know like what sorts of skills do you really need for that, right? I think when you first uh, think of skills, uh, gear comes to mind, editing software comes to mind. So in terms of that, what really gear, editing software, or just any tools would you recommend for someone who's looking to start in your field of work or even just build upon what they have right now, even if they're not uh, the best of the best? Um. So when I first started, um, I used my, I used like a $400 camera and um. If you if you if you know like the camera equipment in in that category like that's pretty cheap, so I I, I use that camera for about two years and I've created all this content all these all, all these amazing videos with that camera which is four hundred dollars, and so to people who think that you know you need a best camera to start off so they're like saving up saving up saving up to get a camera like you don't even need a best camera to start off like to start off. You could easily grab, you know, four or five hundred dollar camera and, and just start taking shots and start creating videos. Cause really what it is, you're just practicing. It's like any other thing. Practice makes perfect. So like you don't need, you know, a three thousand dollar camera to go start your first video because you won't even know how to use that camera. You know, you, you have to first learn those shots, you have to learn the angles. So so the people who are just beginning, like I just feel like you should just get some cheap camera. Um and then, and just work with it. Just work with it for even a few months if you have more money to buy another camera. Just work for a few months, practice with it, um, and then and then move on to the next step. Um, for in terms of editing software, um, I use Adobe Premiere Pro, and that's like that's something where like a lot of like these movies like are created on this editing software, and it's really it, it has everything. I know a lot of people use Final Cut Pro. That's that that might be good, but. Premiere Pro is really where it's where it's at, and it's really gonna start taking off because it really has everything, and it's used by a lot of like these production sets. So, 
that's definitely uh that's definitely something you should uh, people should start looking at because you can get a student discount and ha have Photoshop as well with that, and that's something what, that's very well known as well for for editing photos. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's definitely a, a cloud you should get into. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and in terms of like you mentioned, sort of getting those uh, tangible skills, like working with the gear, working with the editing soft software. I think Pre Premiere Pro is pretty much known to uh, anyone who's in this sort of content creation space, not just used yeah. in um, what you do, but also like YouTube and like you mentioned, like a lot of the production sets. But um, in terms of intangible skills, right? Um, really finding what makes you different as a content creator. Um, is there anything you sort of recommend to aspiring content creators uh, who want to find something to separate themselves? Like, you know, that X factor or like an intangible skill that not a lot of successful content creators necessarily talk about? Um, one thing that I, I stand by is like to find your own creative style. Like, obviously you have to have creativity to be a creator. Like I said before, you can't just go to a game. I mean, you can go to a game and just film, but that doesn't mean you're a creator because like you're, you're not using any creativity. You're not using your imagination. So like, you really have to you really have to find like your creative creativity and having your own style is really what's gonna take you far. Because if you're just sitting there and you know you're just like taking little bits and pieces off of everybody else, nobody's really gonna look at you because you're just they're just gonna look at the person who you copied it from because they're really the ones who are up, right? So like people who create their own editing style, like even myself, like if I see someone out there who's making a new video and it's like, oh, I never seen that shot before or, or that editing before, then it's gonna get my eyes on it. And not only my eyes, but a lot of everybody else because no one's else, nobody's else seen it. So it's like creating your own style is really what takes you far. So like I said, just grab a just grab a four or $500 camera and start practicing different shots. Like I, myself, like I, t I, I take a lot of inspiration off a lot of creators as well. Like, if I see someone do something, I'm like, damn, that's a cool shot. I'm going to find my own way to incorporate it into my videos. I'm not going to just sit there and, you know, copy the exact thing. Mm -hmm. So people could do that and then create their own style, and then that would really take them far. That's that that's something I definitely stand by is creating your own style. Yeah, I mean, I love how you brought up that point about sort of taking inspiration from other content creators because none of us can be completely original, right? At the end of the day, there's always going to be like something that we have in common yeah. with another piece of content, right? But it's finding your own sort of vibe, it's finding your own style. And like through that, you can sort of take these different pathways of creating content and figuring out um, what really is your style, right? Um, yeah. But another important thing um, in your field of work, I personally believe is also connections, right? Um, I know like, especially for the high school, uh, sports uh, space you can go to like a basketball game or football game and film um, and then as you mentioned there's all these other uh, um, pathways such as like sort of finding your own style right you can't just film something and post it and expect it to go viral right you yeah. need to on your own spin with it um, but what tips do you really have to make the make the right connections um, whether it's to create opportunities find opportunities to film because I think in the sports space, especially, it can be sometimes exclusive and it can also be hard given, you know, the COVID restrictions that we've had to deal with recently. Yeah. So when I first started, like, like I said, like 
it was really hard to get on the field because it was a new thing around here. But now, if if someone wants to be a creator now, it's like around our area, like the DMV area. Um, it it I don't believe it's too hard uh, to you know to get on the field and start filming. I think you just have to reach out to like the assistant director of a, of, of athletics and just you know reach them out and email them and just let them know that you're trying to go out there and film and for free because a lot of these schools they don't want you to go out there and then sell your stuff to the athletes because that's not what they would want. So you just have to let them know that you're filming for free as a freelance videographer who's just trying to make a video off of the game. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't really have no issues getting on the field. And I don't think, and I know a lot of creators who are, who are below me who haven't had, had any issues as well. Um, so I think everyone should be, should be good to go like during this time, because like a lot of, there's, like I said, there's a lot of creators now. So it's like, it's, it, it's becoming a more common thing. Um, but in terms of like COVID restrictions, um, in the beginning of COVID, there yeah, everything was on hold and, and yeah. even myself and even people who are bigger than me, you know, they couldn't go nowhere cause like, cause like the COVID restrictions were really strict. Um, but now I think, I think it's like, I think it's a lot better now. Um, I've just seen like a bunch of these colleges return to hundred percent capacity. That's a good thing about it. You know, COVID's like hopefully coming to an end. So like. Uh, there's the restrictions will definitely be more loose now. So that's another thing people don't really have to worry about now. Yeah, I mean, it's great how you mentioned how uh, even without um, these COVID uh, restrictions, there are a ton of content creators in the space. Um, you partially being one of the inspirations for creating this movement, especially in the DMV. Um, so I think one of the main concerns a lot of aspiring creators may have, especially in sports, is to get noticed, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, I know a lot of people do enjoy just creating the content, but when they're doing it, you know, everyone wants to get viral. Everyone wants to then keep moving up the ladder of success and find ways to um, reach newer heights. Yeah. So in terms of your experiences, is there anything that necessarily worked well for you to stand out in a field where, as you mentioned, becoming a creator is just super common now, especially in the DMV? So, like I said before, originality. That's what I think with, if you're trying to get really noticed is, is to be original. Because, like I said, that's going to make you stand out. That's going to make you stand out from the other, you know, hundreds of other people who are doing this. Because people are going to realize, like, no, he's doing something different. So, I'm going to follow him because I don't need to follow these 100 guys. Definitely something where I think if you really want to get noticed, you just find your own path and, and stick to your own originality and find new ways to incorporate editing and, and videography and, and all that what worked well for me in my position was like i said starting from the bottom and and nobody else i i believe nobody else was really doing it around here so that's really what got a lot of eyes on me is because no one saw that coming so once i first started like i had like three three hundred four hundred followers at the time i post my first video and it's like I was really shocked. I was like, "What? Why is this getting? Why is this blowing up?" And then I realized like no one's seen this. So like, I just put post and post and it just kept on going up because no one's seen this before. Especially you know at South Lakes, Oakton, Westfield, Centerville, yeah. all these schools. Like none of these schools really had nobody out there doing that. So like once these people, once these schools started realizing what, what I'm doing, they just started following. And then working with uh, Shojo, as a lot of people know him, like. That definitely, you know, as he elevated, you know, I elevated as well because we were working together. So that is definitely something that got me up and get, got noticed. 
But for people nowadays who have to work, you know, who have to go through a bunch of these creators to get to the top, you just got to be original with your work. You got to connect with other people, you know, message other creators, be like, yo, bro, your work is tough. You know, just engage with a lot of creators and, and make your way up there. I'm not saying, like, use them. I'm just saying, like, make sure you show love because people, all these creators, if you show love with one another, a lot of creators comment on my stuff, and I see a lot of creators kind of commenting on other creators. It's just, it's like a, it's like a family. Like, create creators are a bunch of family, just like athletes are families, mm-hmm. and, you know, these categories. So, you usually got to be, you know expressing yourself and find your own path and, and you'll definitely get noticed. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people underrate how important it is to build genuine relationships. Yeah. And you've definitely done so, right, with Shoujo and all these other content creators. And um, it just shows how, like, you can grow together, right? Yeah. Not one person doesn't just have to grow and then leave the rest behind. It can be everyone together because everyone brings something new to the table. Exactly. Um, but also in terms of... uh the followers you brought up right how you had like 300 followers but um despite that one of your videos blew up and um i think a lot of people are also curious about what platform to work on like you're primarily on instagram you've done some work on youtube but i think the three main ones are on instagram i guess tiktok has kind of exploded right yeah and then youtube i don't think a lot of content creators necessarily go to facebook and snapchat nowadays yeah um is there uh any one in particular you'd recommend or uh, anyone you'd stay away from or does it not really matter in the grand scheme of things? You really have to be consistent on YouTube in order to get a subscriber platform, what I believe. The the good thing about posting on YouTube is if you if you go a big enough platform, you start making money off of that. And so that's just a double win. As And for Instagram, it's like I haven't posted right now. I haven't even posted in a month. Um, but... Um, but yeah, so like I use Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to use YouTube, Twitter. Like some people use Twitter, uh, but like I don't know. Twitter's kind of like I don't even know. I don't be using it. But Instagram is Instagram is really where it's at, and you can make a lot of connections on Instagram. That's like it's so easy. You just DM somebody, and, and and then you become friends like that, and then you eat, each other show love on all, all the work you post. That's what I've done with so many creators. Like, I just see somebody post a video, and it's so tough. I DM them, like, yo, bro, that you, your work is great, bro. Keep it up. And they just, like, a lot of people get motivated by that, and they just keep going, and they follow me and follow them, and we go from there. And so that's – Instagram is re- really where it's at because it's easy, it's, it's easy to connect, and it's easy to post. So um, if, you're getting, if you're trying to get started, Instagram is definitely where you should start posting your, posting your content. Yeah, man. I mean, Instagram sort of has that all-in-one – uh, yeah, sure you can connect, you can post, you can do everything. So it's kind of the best uh, platform for content creators. But just wrapping up, uh, I know for a lot of aspiring content creators, some may prefer to stay freelance, but some may prefer to eventually work for a college or professional team, or even like a media company, right? I think um, content creation has exploded so much to the point where there's companies being formed around it. Yeah. Um, the most prominent one, especially in the sports space right now, is probably 342 Productions, if you've heard of it, uh, JJ Reddick, um, and the line of podcasts and like content they're creating. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of content creators who may want to get to that level, how would you recommend uh, them to get noticed so they can possibly work for a team or a media company 
um, because I guess some people may not uh, prefer to be freelance and sort of keep going from one area to the next to the next. Um, I'm not really, like, to be honest, I'm not really sure because like, it, it depends. Like you said, if you want to stick freelance, I don't really think freelance is like a smart move in my opinion, because if you want to stick freelance, it's going to be a hard time to, you know, build a business essentially out of it. At the beginning, yeah, you can be freelance because you don't want to, you're not really focused on the money part, but towards, towards the end, towards the, like when you start getting up. I feel like people should start working with a business or a company or something to, you know, just push them harder. Because I feel like with freelance, like, you have to hold yourself accountable. And so if you can't do that, then you're just going to fall off, in my opinion. So if you don't, if you fall off, then it's over. So if you have a who's like, who's paying you basically to provide content, like, that, that that's just going to keep on motivating you and, and inspiring you to make new videos. So... Uh, in terms of like getting with a college team or an NBA team, uh, I I didn't really think about college until obviously I got to college, right? And so now I haven't even started college yet, though. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like I'm really locked in. Like I want to just be on the next level because college is really the next level above high school, right? And then above is like you know NBA, NFL. So right now I'm really focused on college. And I'm really trying to get locked in with a bunch of teams so I could be able to film on the field. But like I said, like, it's really hard to get. It's not really hard, but it's, like, it's definitely harder than high school uh, on-field access, right? Because it's just, like, so popular nowadays. Um, And so you just got to, you just got to, you just got to connect with a lot of people. You got to email them. You got to let them know what you're doing. And if you go to a college, especially if you go to a college that has sports teams, then you should be locked in. You should just get with a, you know, with a media team and then, just get locked in. And so I'm going to Jordan Mason. So I, I might, I'm going to get locked in with the basketball team over there. I don't really want to rush things. I never have. I just let things essentially come to me. Like I do, I do my hardest. I provide content. I, I push everything out as much as I can. A lot of people, if, if their video flops, like they just lose hope and they get unmotivated. And like, I feel like that's happened to me several times. And you just got to keep pushing because at the end of the day, not everything is going to go your way. But if you remain humble, if you stay the same, everything should work. Stay true to yourself. That's, that's really what I believe in. So you just, like I said, to wrap it all around, connect with other people, find your own originality path, and, and you should definitely be successful in this creative world. And that about does it for this week's episode of XL Podcast with Con Clips. As always, thank you so much for listening to episode 39. Don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or suggestions. Stay active on all our platforms, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. And just continue to stay active on this journey of learning with us. This is XL Podcasts, signing off.